Hello everybody, it is the time of year to begin registering for one or two of my slow groups that begin in July. My slow groups are these special groups where I focus on one topic and we deeply unpack it over the course of six months. So these are highly nuanced, deep dive, advanced groups. These are excellent for those of you who have taken my six week course or who just want to focus on one particular topic through a somatic and trauma-informed lens. The two that are opening up in July, or will begin in July, are my embodied parenting group and my embodied nutrition group. The embodied parenting group is just like it sounds, learning how to parent from your body, learning how to ground yourself in your parenting so you're not parenting from a reactive triggered place, but from a much more conscious place so you can actually find joy in your parenting instead of it being a total hellscape, like some of you have told me it is, and I've experienced it myself. The other group is an embodied nutrition group. This has been requested for years. For the past four years after students complete my course, they say, can you please do a course on nutrition and make it longer than six weeks? So finally, I can say, yes, you can, and I can, and I did. It is a six-month unpacking of the intersection between trauma nutrition, and somatics. How do we recover from stress and trauma via food? How do we relate to food as a being and not just some object on the plate? What's the biochemistry of food? Why is it not the best for my blood sugar to have toast, but lentils are just fine if they're both carbohydrates? All of this and more will be unpacked in this six-month group. To register for these groups, please go to my website, holisticlifenavigation.com, and click Groups or you can click the link in the episode details below. Registration closes on June 1st. It is only open through May because we need the month of June to prepare everybody for July. I'm looking forward to this deep dive with you all. I'll see you there. Today's episode goes into how we find safety inside of ourselves, even when things are happening nationally and internationally that trigger and scare us. And in this world we live in, where more and more people are in it every day, and there are more and more ruptures every day, and we have more access to the ruptures than ever because of all the media outlets we have, all the forms of media. If we don't practice self-attunement, we're practicing attuning to other people's situations and disconnecting from ourselves. Welcome to the Holistic Life Navigation Podcast. I am your host, Luis Mujica. I was sick and depressed until I discovered that I could make music, and then my whole life transformed because I began learning how to listen more deeply. Listen to life, to the people around me, and to my body. And that's when I realized that the body speaks through sensations, and learning this new language meant relearning my body and mind. I soon healed myself of many chronic conditions and then began teaching others how to do so as well. Holistic Life Navigation combines nutrition, self-inquiry, and somatic experiencing to help you release stress and trauma just by listening to your own body. This podcast serves as a place to share my experiences, as well as the experiences of many others who have healed and are healing through unique, unorthodox, and unusual ways. Your time to learn begins now.
Today's episode is actually a recording. So um, a few months ago, I felt compelled to do a um, little kind of like pop-up 20-minute exploration into finding safety inside of ourselves in response to um, political results, in response to collective traumas, in response to national and international news and media uh, broadcasting painful things to us. And this, this particular one was inspired by the Supreme Court's decision um, to overturn Roe versus Wade. The amount of um, pain and frustration and anger and fear that was coming up in our membership community, as well as the course I was leading at the time, uh, we were being asked to hold some kind of space to help people apply these somatic practices that I teach to a real-time national event that was really terrifying and is still terrifying for a lot of us. So I'm just going to let you dive into this when you feel ready. Again, it's pre-recorded. It's, uh, it was to a group, and I'm sharing it here to give you some resource and practice and nuance around how to root into yourself when the things around you are really difficult to feel safe with. Hi again, Marika. I keep seeing you here. I keep seeing you everywhere today. I know. It's almost like we work together 24-7. Almost, almost. <laughs> hey, everybody. Take your time getting in here. It's going to take a minute to let people land. Some of you were just with us for 90 minutes, so if you need a little break, go take one. If you don't, so nice to see you again. And I, I want to remind us, this is a little different than what we did, what we've done before. So I tried to do this earlier on Circle Live. Some of you were there. And Circle Live kind of consistently brings technical errors. But I thought, I'm going to give it one more chance. I'm officially boycotting Circle Live starting now. <laughs> it's never going to happen again. I'm overcoupled. So I'm going to see, you know, I'm going to do any kind of like live drop-in sessions. We're just going to do through Zoom for a while. So I know people can get in. So I know it's not going to freeze on me. Uh, and so there's more of like a real-time connection because it's it's kind of difficult to do. Especially what we're working with here, it's highly activating. I don't want to just drop off and everyone's activated. You know, when I'm like, and now we find the safety and I drop off. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good idea. So let's orient to, again, this isn't interactive like we tend to do. I'm not going to be taking questions. I'm not going to be taking any real input. Um, I don't think, do we have a chat here that's public? I think we might. If can Can one of you, not Marika because she's a host, can one of the participants just look and tell me, if you're able to send a chat to everyone or if it's just direct message to me or Marika, you can unmute if anyone wants to just to tell me what's on. Oh, just okay. Someone just told me just direct. Okay, thank you so much. So um, you can use that line to tell me uh, or Marika, but I prefer just me. So it's just more organized. What comes up if I say something like, and what sensation are you feeling? That kind of helps me check in with the group. Okay. But, you know, what inspired us to do this was the recent legislation around Roe versus Wade has brought up a lot of trigger and trauma response in many people, understandably. And that's on top of week after week after week of certain global events that have been really traumatic. Any, anything from, from shootings 
to war invasion and the pandemic, two years of that being on the news. So there might be other things. I'm not a news watcher. I find these things out through people I work with. So there might be things you're you're sitting with that I don't even know about. And just know that I'm doing my best to to keep up with what everyone's feeling and what's what's present for us. Um, but this isn't directly about the Roe versus Wade decision. This is inspired through what people are feeling from that. And so I'm not going to be speaking to these political events themselves. I'm speaking to like, I always speak to what are we holding from these events? Okay. So the first thing we're going to do is right now together, just notice that first question, what are we holding from these events, whichever one it is for you? Because some people here might not be triggered by Roe versus Wade, but might be triggered by the Buffalo shooting. We're all going to have a different thing. So just noticing which, which one or which ones are present in your body and taking a breath into that and just giving that some space for a minute. Where am I holding them in my body? Because this is self-attunement practice, right? So we're practicing acknowledging them, but maybe not storing them. We want to learn how to do that. It's a difference. Responding to them, not storing them. Okay. So notice where you're storing them and feel free to direct message me. Tell me what part of the body, what the sensation is. And whenever you've identified where it is, just put your hand there once you're done writing, if, if you're writing. Give that part of your body some touch so you can be with it and presence it with your hand. And Marika, if you get a bunch, just feel free to unmute at any point and just tell me what, what comes in. I notice my shoulders are braced multiple times a day. I appreciate the multiple times a day part. That's important, right? Shoulders, chest, pelvis, constriction, and panic, especially considering the, you know, the experience. Gut tightness, throat wants to yell. Chest sensation is tight and constricting. Bracing, constriction, solar plexus, bracing, tightness. So are we hearing the same thing, aren't we? Different parts of the body, we're hearing bracing, we're hearing tightness, okay? Let's just notice that. This constriction and tightness is one way that the body shows us it's mobilizing into a defense strategy, right? Anytime there's constriction, even when there's internal pain, like that feeling when you ate something, you feel nauseous and everything constricts, the body defends against something that might be a threat. And it does that through constriction. That's its first line of defense. The skin gets tighter and we get the goosebumps. Our muscles get tighter. Our ligaments get tighter. Our bones start to get moved by these, these other systems, right? Our jaws clench, our shoulders. So the tightness, that bracing, we want to add bracing for impact. Because when the body is bracing, it is believing an impact is coming, right? This is what makes it so tricky. Whenever the experiences you're attuning to right now that's been triggering for you, okay, that experience is real. That experience is affecting people. That experience might be affecting you directly. It might be affecting you empathically. We want to notice the difference. Am I affected by what I think this is going to mean? Am I affected because it directly impacts me? Am I affected because it impacts other people and I'm feeling that? Really kind of just going through these layers so we can understand what is it I'm holding? What is my body bracing for? And just notice for a moment. 
this is a great opportunity for take us back to the course with meaning and physiology. You know, what's the physiology of meaning? There's a bracing because my body thinks this means something. Whether it's true or not, that doesn't matter. What does it think it means? What is it bracing for? So just notice that right now. What's the impact my body is bracing against? Just feel into it. And if that's clear to you, you can direct message me or you can just hold it yourself. But just notice, like, what does it mean to me that I brace? There's no wrong meaning, that's for sure. And of course, I'll keep this all confidential. Or anonymous, I mean. So just notice, what's the feeling? Where is the bracing? What's the bracing in response to? Just notice. Penetration unwanted, disaster and violence, bracing for collapse and destruction. Something really scary is coming. Yes, these are important, what everyone's saying. Okay, really noticing this. Loss of body autonomy, grief for younger women and femme people. I'll be protected from being hurt. Fear and abandonment, control over me. Going in my head to make sense of the events, yes. So let's just feel this again, what the bracing is in response to. And I want to remind us of something I've said before. There's an anxiety, there's a, I should say, there's a trauma response to real time threat, which means it's happening right now in front of me. And there's trauma response in, in response to anticipated threat. This, for a lot of you, is anticipated threat. What is this going to mean for me? What is this going to mean for other people? What is this going to mean for the future of our country, our world, whatever the experiences you're feeling, right? We want to really understand that difference because when we are attuning to a future threat, okay, body is stuck in the trauma response and it cannot resolve or shift because there's nothing to respond to right now. There's nothing to respond to right now because it's not in front of you. A mosquito comes at a campfire and you do this with your hand to get it away from your face. Immediate response to an immediate real life perceived threat in the moment happening. I say real time, not real life, real time. When I see what's happening on the news around the world or in the country, yes, that's happening. That's affecting people. Right now, where's my body? We lose that really quick because of what's to come. Now, we're not wrong about what's to come. It could be exactly what we're fearing, right? I never want to deny someone's intuition or fear. That could be real. The reality is right now in this moment, is it happening to me right now? I want everyone to truly respectfully ask themselves that right now. And we want to look around the room. We want to use a pillow over our bodies if that is helpful to you. If not, just use your hands and your breath and see how your body connects to the room you're in compared to the part of your body that was bracing. Let's notice that. And please share in the direct message what your body starts noticing when it's in its space. Now, let's say that bracing was in your chest and you're looking around the room and, oh, my stomach feels really good. The bracing's still there. That's okay. I want to know what part of your body feels 
the absence of threat in the room you're in right now. That's what we really want to tune into for a moment. And when you find that, feel free to share that. I would love to hear what you're discovering in your body. It'll help me understand what else I need to say or not say. Take your time. There's no rush here. What part of my body can feel the absence of threat in my space right now? Someone wrote, there's a lightness in my heart. Beautiful. So feel into that. My hands. Beautiful. Feel into those. My breath. Gorgeous. Use that breath. Really just be with that breath. Just keep taking your time to notice. Tailbone area. Strong and steady. Gorgeous. Root into that. Softness of the pillow on my face gives me calmness and openness to my chest. Beautiful. Face is relaxed. Beautiful. Bottom of my foot. Beautiful. Really learning like this puzzle piece body we have. It's not global things. These happen all over the body. Golden vibration around and through the body. Bracing eases and becomes attention rather than vigilance. I love that. Forearms. Beautiful. Wherever we're feeling these sensations of this present moment, these more pleasant ones, these less bracing ones, these are parts of our body that are able to attune to our present reality of safety. That's really important. We are somatically empathic beings. When we witness or are told someone else is unsafe, we feel that in our system, whether we're safe or not. And that's what leads to our trauma response. Like someone shared in the chat earlier, that's what leads to us bracing all throughout the day. We aren't able to even take in our privilege of safety, which is how we honor people who are in danger, in my opinion. So we have more capacity to show up. So we have more capacity to be open in the world when the world's doing this. That's really radical to me. So we want to know even these little parts of our body, like someone said, forearms, bottom of my foot, face is relaxed. That's a big deal that one part of your body is rooted in your experience. What makes this so different than bypassing is we're not saying, that's not my problem. We're not saying, oh, no big deal. We're not saying, I'm going to pretend it's not happening and go over here. We're being in our state, our reality, to feel that sense of peace that we have at the moment until we don't, because we might not at some point, but until we don't, we have it and we feel it. That builds our capacity. So as we're um, doing activism, donating, writing articles, speaking with people, we're doing it from a state of safety inside of us, not from a trauma response. Think about when we see these things, how quick we trauma bond with people through, um, let's say, sharing nightmares, you know, really saying your biggest fear, them saying their biggest fear, and we're just activating each other for weeks and weeks and weeks. I'm not putting that down. It's one way we try to find safety because we're orienting towards someone that feels like us that can say like me too. And there's a relief in that me too. And there's a simultaneous trigger and um, charge and activation that takes place that dysregulates us because we're not orienting towards safety with each other. We're just orienting toward the threat. So there's a huge difference between attunement and acknowledgement. And in this world we live in, where more and more people are in it every day, and there are more and more ruptures every day, and we have more access to the ruptures than ever because of all the media outlets we have, all the forms of media. If we don't practice self-attunement, we're practicing attuning to other people's situations and disconnecting from ourselves. 
in the name of being a good person or being empathic or being a, a good citizen even. But we can't be fully showing up without burnout if we're not in our own body. And then inside of our own body, we learn our capacity. How do I contribute? Right? Some people contribute by, oh, now I have capacity to hold somebody who's really scared. That's gorgeous. You just help someone co-regulate from this. Some people have the capacity of, okay, like this actually happened the other day. Someone had capacity and they realized, I can finally fill in my voter registration information. And this is a huge step for them because they live in a, a specific state that needs to vote differently. So we learn based on attuning to our reality, our reality of safety, and then from that safety where my body is, how I'm able to respond, not how I should respond, not reflexively responding and burning out. And then the next thing comes inevitably and I just keep burning out my whole life. But we get to respond directly based on what we have the capacity for. And remember, we're responding with a settledness. Even if I'm walking down protesting or I'm on a march, imagine doing that with a settledness and how that reverberates to the other bodies around you. That's a really generous thing to offer people who are scared, right? Not more fear. So we just want to try. We don't owe anyone or ourselves like to do these things. It's up to you. But I wanted to have this moment so we could really understand the difference between self-attuning and witnessing and losing our bodies in the actual, you know, experiences that we're seeing and in other people's experiences. So before we close, we're going to do one more part of this practice together again. We're going to take a look around the room and especially focus on something pleasant. Focus on the favorite thing in the room or if you're outside in the space you're in. And really feel again in your body where you feel that thing, that being, that object, where you feel it in your system. Taking a moment to feel that and noticing how that feeling is experienced. Is it easy? Do you constrict? Do you feel guilty? What's it like to just be with that thing that feels good in your, in your space? And as you feel that in your body, just really noticing, okay, this sense of safety in me, this sense of joy, this sense of ease, this sense of relief, maybe, even if it's a little part of the body, this is one way I can honor somebody who isn't able to feel this. This is one way I can actually root myself into having capacity to witness someone that isn't able to feel this. And you can decide for yourselves if that's a contribution that works for you or if it doesn't. You know, you don't have to agree with me. This is my practice that I believe in and I do. But you can notice for your own body as you do this, how does it affect me? So what I'd, I'd like to leave everybody with is just to practice through this week. You know, it'd be really great to set alarms because we forget. Just to set three alarms a day. One sometime in the morning, one sometime in the afternoon, one sometime in the evening. And the alarm just says, where are you orienting to? Just a simple reminder, where is my body right now? Is it in the news article I just read? Is it in this chair that I'm in? Is it in the future fear based on what's happening? 
just seeing where it is, not even having to change it, but just knowing my anxiety isn't because of my life. My anxiety is because this other thing happening. That's important information. Just so you can be really clear with yourself and kind of know where to move next. Okay. So I know it's a really big topic. And those of you in membership, we have lots of space and time and places to process this together. So bring it in as much as it feels important to you. And those of you that are in the ongoing circle, we have four weeks left. So we have time to work with this too. If it comes up, you, you can bring it into the space. Um, I thank you, Marika, for hosting this with me. And thank you all for coming and, and trying this difficult work in a really difficult time for a lot of us. I, I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to close without the v verbal goodbyes. Just actually, fuck it. <laughs> Do you want to, if you want to say goodbye, unmute and say goodbye. I'd love to hear voices. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. My question for you is, where do you feel the episode? Take a breath and just notice. What's your body doing right now? Sit with it. Let it speak to you. And let whatever comes up, come up. And your only job is to listen. For all the wisdom you need is right inside of you. To learn more about my work, you can visit holisticlifenavigation.com and sign up for my mailing list. You'll receive a weekly newsletter with specific monthly topics, free resources, and upcoming events. You can also follow me on Instagram. If you like my podcast, please leave a review and share. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you next time. Did you know your food cravings are actually a doorway to your subconscious? They are. We tend to see cravings as something bad or something we just give into mindlessly. But when you embody your cravings, you're able to notice they're just blossoming from a certain place that has a certain need and needs your attention. Join me on Wednesday, May 29th, as I unpack this in a new webinar called Cravings Destigmatized. In this webinar, I'll help you learn the difference between a nutritional craving and an emotional craving, as well as how do we use cravings to get in touch with our unmet needs and any of our unconscious, unprocessed emotional experiences. It begins at 4 p.m. Eastern, and everyone who registers will get a replay. You can find the link in the episode details, and you can also go to www.holisticlifenavigation.com and click on events, and the information is right there. Hope to see you there.